Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning and welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday the morning. Friday morning, I hate to say it, but it is Friday the 13th. And uh, that's not good if you're superstitious, but uh, we're here anyway. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. So let's move on to the weather. Got a pretty good strong front coming in tonight. We shall take it. Looks like uh, right now in Galveston, it's 75 degrees down on the island. Today, we're looking at partly cloudy skies with a high of 82. East-southeast winds 5 to 10. And then for tonight, mostly clear with gusty winds developing late. At low tonight, it'll be 68. Uh, temperatures will be coming down through the end of this front. But uh, south-southeast winds 5 to 10 tonight becoming north and increasing to 20 to 30 miles per hour. And then for tomorrow, mostly sunny skies and windy. High of 77. North winds 20 to 30 miles per hour so uh pretty good little blow coming that's good fall has arrived i guess we'll take it all right looking at uh, tides for today we're on four of them they are kind of weak though but uh you have a high this morning at 4 10 a.m it's a 1.6 at the galveston channel then a low at 10 15 a.m at 0.9 then a high at 4 38 p.m a 1.6 and then a low tonight at 10 22 p.m it's a 1.1 7.19 a.m. is sunrise, 6.51 p.m. is sunset, and our moon phase is 3%. Current conditions right now, 22 nautical miles east of Galveston, the buoy out there showing 77 degrees with 79-degree water. Southeast winds are 16 to 18, and the Galveston Channel is 76 with 77-degree water. Southeast 5 to 10, and at Eagle Point, it's 74 degrees with 74-degree water, east-southeast, 9 to 10. Barometric pressure is sitting steady at about 29.73 inches. So that ought to do it. It's a uh, cold front approaching tonight. All right, let's run over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with the old hammer this morning, Captain Glenn Hammond. Glenn, good morning. What's up? Hey, good morning, Captain Mickey. Good morning, sir. How's everything on your end over there? Oh, it's all good. Good in the hood, brother. Good. I heard you uh, yesterday morning talking to James. Um, it sounded like he'd been, he got on some fish. Uh, it seems like we had to move around a lot. We found we found some fish yesterday, but it just wasn't, you know, we had to move. We had to kind of move around, and a lot of it was due to that really weak tide because, uh, until we got ready to get off the water yesterday, and then the water was screaming out. Uh, but it just it was just was non-existent early in the day. Yeah. But we had a pretty good day. I had um, I had Sammy and his nephew Colton with her buddy Greg. Uh, they had came fish with me back in May, and uh, we sweated and sweated. It was hotter than heck. So yesterday was kind of pleasant, you know, with that east wind. You know, right. Put a little chill on it, but uh, had a kept us cool anyway so um but we put some live shrimp on the boat and uh, uh they had a lot of fun man they i get you 
uh, they caught 30 undersized redfish. They probably caught a handful of just uh, undersized trout. There wasn't that many baby trout. We only kept, we only kept four, you know, three specks, three reds, two black drum, and a couple of croakers for their mm. stringer. But that's right. not that's not including what all they caught. Man, they had they had a big time. You know, uh, that shrimp underneath the popping cork. There's no short of uh, 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 surprises. When to put it that way. You know, we did. We only had one hard head out of a whole deal. One little baby hard head, uh, two croakers. But other than that, not hardly any panfish. Uh, thank goodness, no uh, skipjacks, no uh, no uh, uh, snot sharks. Uh, just it was uh, it was it was redfish, man. It was a redfish day, and you know that tide had to had we had to pull. I mean, I. We caught the fish on top of the shell yesterday. I mean, right up on the reefs. The mm. water was—you couldn't even see the uh, towheads because the tides were so bulled up. Uh, right. Matter of fact, I, I had to launch down at San Luis Pass due to uh, uh, the the high tides. You couldn't—you, I ain't backing my truck in that stuff no more, man. <laughs> That's a—it's a good steep ramp. You know, I've done messed up enough set of brakes and uh, pads and drums and. Anyway, I could use four new wheels on my old truck. <laughs> They're all rusted up. But anyway, no, we uh, we we moved around enough, and it just kept us busy, man. I I fished Christmas Bay, fished Bastrop a little bit. I fished Drum Bay a little bit. So we just, like I said, we were moving, man. I I burned a little gas yesterday, but it was well worth it because every tear, everywhere we stopped, we caught something. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a, a giant fish every time, but but uh, no, they had a they had a big old they had a big day, and and uh, we came in and cleaned them. And, and each time they go with me, they always brag about how much they learn. You know, they're always learning something different. Uh, but just pay attention and and uh, and just remember and practice it is most of it. The casting abilities, you know, putting 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 it on the money, putting the cast right on the right where it needs to be, right on the side of the shell or right on the uh, drop off of the sandbar or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's always a, a better location you can put that cork at. And anyway, the accuracy is a, is a whole bunch of it when you're casting those big old heavy corks and stuff. But anyway, they, uh, they had a good time and, uh, nothing, no size to, to the trout. There wasn't no size to the reds. Those were slots 21 and a half to about 23 inches. And uh, they missed, uh, they broke one. Of them. He did not broke it up. The, the fish just let go of it right at the side of the boat. I know that would have been another keeper. So yeah. we probably easily could have had a couple of limits of, uh, of, of reds. But uh, just wasn't, uh, it wasn't so on a, a trout. Just uh, there was kind of slim and far between. You know, the water condition was absolutely uh, decent. I mean, it was it was really nice. Uh, down around San Luis Pass, uh, the currents were a lot greener than it was back in the bay. I didn't think we were going to do anything in the bay. The water was kind of brackish looking, and, and I went, "Oh no, man! Here, here comes that red tide." But it was, it, it wasn't. It was just all color water from all the wind that we've had blowing and stuff. And uh, mm -hmm. and uh, there was plenty of fish in there. I mean, every everywhere we stopped, we looked around, scanned around, and you could see mullet uh, flipping and jumping out of the water and. Uh, so there was plenty of bait in the water in the areas that we were fishing and stuff. So they had a they had a pretty good old time, man. Uh, like I said, just coming with me and picking up a few things, uh, uh, just just a easier way or a, uh, a handier way to tie tie knots or whatever, man. Just uh, come on, man. It's a, it's kind of like a a school day. You know, we're gonna go out and have some fun and learn a little bit, and they right. like it, you know. So. But uh, these guys were from Houston. One of them was from Katy. He's a young guy, uh, Colton. He was from Katy. He had to leave. Uh, we had to get in. Well, we got back in and finished cleaning fish and stuff. It was 12 o'clock. So we done put on the water. We started at 7 o'clock and put in, a, you know, four, four and a half good hours out there and and uh, came in with a heck of a box of, of fish. And, uh but anyway, that was about it, man. For our day, I didn't see maybe a handful of boats out there yesterday. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that crowded. Uh, there was a few boats, but it wasn't. It wasn't that bad at all. 
and down around San Luis Pass this time of year. That's that's usually where everybody ganged up at. Yeah. Uh, just uh, it's uh, you know, you got West Bay right there. And chocolate comes into West Bay, and and uh, just a lot going on over in that Cold Pass area. And you know, I ain't gonna give out all my secrets, but <laughs> that's. Uh, you know, just where the fish are in the summertime. Believe me, the, believe me son, there's no secrets anymore. <laughs> there, there, it's it's all burnt down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's old old skid marks in all these places that I go to, man. You can see where somebody just took out or whatever. No, no you're right. Frog there, marks everywhere. No, yeah, it's, <laughs> there's, there's no secret spots anymore. You got that part right. Uh, no, we, uh, you just got to get in there and get yours when you can, you know, when nobody else is in there, you know, because, uh, you go around the corner and yep, there's somebody sitting in that spot. Oh, well, we have to go somewhere else today, but I'd seen more kayakers than I did boats. So the little pointed plastic boat patrol was out in force yesterday. You know, when those winds, I don't know the way it was blowing out of the East pretty much, uh, it wasn't bad though. I went all the way across Christmas Bay, right through the middle of it. Oh no, I nothing up. like the day before, man. Day before yesterday, <laughs> that uh, east wind cranked up. It was it was cranking. It, I was getting thirty mile an hour gusts at my house. And now, from what you're saying, is we're fixing to get another blow tonight, I guess. Yes, uh, okay. we're gonna. It's gonna go to the north, and uh, we're gonna get a good blow. Well, uh, good. Maybe it'll take them little marsh mosquitoes out of here because them boogaroos, man, they were bad. Well, maybe it'll blow them to Cuba or something. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it'll blow that hard. They're bad. It's just, uh, you know, we had all that rain the last, you know, couple of weeks, and they have, uh, boy, that larvae is, those eggs hatched. I mean, it's they're bad. They're terrible. Big big time hatch out down here. Bring you a can of spray. Put you some stuff on and bring a spray or wear some pants. I wore my fishing pants yesterday. I just didn't want to be swatting them all day. Normally, I wear shorts. But, uh, (laughs) no, it's – let's see. The bait camps are all all got flags flying. Uh, If you're you're coming down in the area, you shouldn't have any problem finding some live bait. The only deal is now, those big old white shrimp. I mean, these are big, man. You only get about – it looks like 10, 10 shrimp to a quart. But they'll, you know, since they're so big, they'll they they put you a few extra in there. So they the bait camps take care of you down here. Uh, right. Yeah. The croakers. Now I did ask for croakers yesterday because the guys wanted to use a few of them. Uh, the bait camp told me. Well, one of the bait camps that I went to, it said uh, no more for the rest of the year. They're done with the croakers. So uh, it's shrimp now until the oh, shrimp are gone. Trout are glad for that. Yeah, don't you know that'll give them a break, man? Oh man, you know um, I, I didn't even know. You know, up until about ten years ago, I didn't know what a croaker was as far as fishing with them. And I think uh, they kind of came in deadly. for Galveston Bay system. I think about '96 was you know the year they started mm-hmm. getting real popular. Mm-hmm. And I never realized it. Uh, uh, a speckled trout can't swim by that son of a gun without taking a swipe at him. They just, no, uh, it, they just, they're aggravated and they're constantly got a, they got a, an attitude towards them or something, buddy. I've always heard it was called croakers pick the eggs and all that nah, stuff. It's just, that, I just, uh, I, I just think that's that a wise tale. <laughs> it's a wise tale. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, just, uh, basically, well, I mean, it's like turning, uh, you know, calling geese with your mouth and then turning the real recorder on, and, boy, you can suck them on in. Oh, call them trout up. Oh, these, this Sammy guy, he lives in Belleville, and uh, they brought me some Belleville sausage yesterday So and some of those little cheese uh, snacks with the little uh, sticks. On yeah, with a dried stick in there. That's good yeah, stuff, yeah. man. That's good boat oh. food. Man, man, boy, we had it going on out there, believe me. And he uh, brought me some sweet chipotle, a big old link of that. So uh, I think I'll be throwing that on the pit this afternoon. But anyway, it's all good. It's all good down here, Captain Mickey. The bait camps are gone. The boat ramps are open. There's only one of them open down at San Luis Pass. But, uh, shoot, I didn't have any problem at all. There wasn't hardly anybody else in the parking lot. I couldn't believe that. But, uh, no, it was a kind of a calm 
Thursday out on the water, and uh, and right, we put buddy. some fish in the box. All right, Hammer. Well, hey, man, hang in there and uh, button down the hatches tonight because it's going to blow in like a lion. I'll get all my five-gallon buckets That's what in they're order. saying anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a forecast. All right, all right, buddy. Hey, throw them out a number, bud. 713-208-0683. Always a pleasure, buddy. Y'all have a great weekend. Thanks, Glenn. See you, man. All right. Yes, sir. All right, that's Glenn, Captain Glenn Hammond, the hammer over in the Tri-Bay area. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 418 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Fayette County Reservoir, and let's check in with Mr. Bob Green this morning and see what he's up to. Morning, Bob. Good morning. What you doing? Oh, it kind of sounded like it went dead there for a minute. No, no, it's all good. Good connection. <laughs> uh, just sipping on a cup of coffee and and uh, watching war TV, you know. Oh, man. Right now, what a mess. Yeah, so, uh, world's upside down. Well, I mean, well, I got on the water yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, I tell you what, the the water's in a lot better shape. I think I showed you those pictures of them shed and stuff. Yeah, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, just a few days before that, you know, when we were talking, you you know, you could smell that dead smell, but I guess they all popped up. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it didn't look so good, but uh, yesterday it looked a whole lot better, smelt a whole lot better. Uh, but water temp was still up in 80, 82. It was about 84 mid leg, 82 when you moved further east, and of course, warmer than that when you move further west. But uh, uh, I, I'm, about to, I'm about to give up on the bass right now, and I'm, I've been pulling up reports from all over. And, and all the reports are, hey, what's going on? You know, this, that, and the other. Uh, I don't, I don't really don't know what to say. But I know I sit there for two hours. Uh, took my son, and my grandson again. We we perched up again yesterday. Just, Still by just it. wanted something. Just wanted something to tug on the line. Right. And I, I think we ended up we ended from about four thirty till seven, a little before seven. We had 92 that we kept, uh, and that was, uh, I think, 17 or 20 were red ears, and the rest of them were just in big old perch. But uh, I ate a big bunch of those last week, and it sure was sweet meat. Yeah, they're good. Uh, you cook so, them so it's hard really to. Good. Yeah. And, and they were, you know, they were filleting size and all, but, you know, they're still. They're still hitting on you know, just a little old piece of worm on a drop shot type rig, and they're not even fishing with corks or anything. Uh, in about you know, oh six feet, seven feet, something like that. Moved out a little deeper, it looked like, but that that could I don't think that had anything to do with oxygen level. And and I didn't see any perch or any bass uh, anywhere yesterday floating, and. There seemed there was. I know when I got to the boat ramp, I got the hiccups. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, when I got to the boat ramp, I mean, I was surprised there was there was uh, four four trucks with trailers on the back. I mean, here lately I pulled in there that time of day, and and it's it was a ghost town. Right. Uh, just just you know the words out right now, and hey, it's you know it's slow to slow to zero that's what i was saying about the reports and when i said well i fished half a day or eight hours and and had two bites or one fish uh and then i read another report said uh all the fish are stacked up big time and i said well i don't know where that's going to be at because nobody else has found them yeah uh, uh and then i watched the, the the few boats that i saw yesterday would move to one spot not stay long enough to do anything and then move move to another spot. So that tells you something right there. 
Yeah, that's. But I, I think we're supposed to get some cool, a lot cooler weather coming in this next week, right, or this week. So yes. maybe that'll maybe that'll kick things into gear. Get this get this water right I again. I think it will. I think. Uh, yeah. That's just what we need. It's the middle of October, and let's bring it. Yeah, well, I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, it, it got up right at 80, 82 yesterday mm-hmm. uh, to where it was actually pretty warm. Yeah, it's going to get a off today, you know, ahead of that front. It always does. Before we pull a front, it'll get, you know, pretty warm. Yeah. I think Houston's going to see about 88 today. But it's, uh, man, look at all the morning temperatures, Sunday 58. Yeah. Monday fifty five, mm-hmm. Tuesday forty nine. You know, for lows, that's sweet. Hey, that that may be exactly what we need because I I know we've postponed nearly all the October trips that people want to go. You know, during October into into November, the first part right. of November, or the second week of November, in just hopes of you know it it being better, which which I think it will. But uh, oh shoot. I didn't send you the picture of the perch. I've already sent you enough of them. <laughs> you didn't need any more perch <laughs> pictures. Uh, they they laid them out on those tables like like the one I sent you that had so many on it before. Uh, <laughs> they just lay them out. Those picture picture perch, you know. They are um, old Tex boning picture brim, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got that started with calling those picture brim. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, it was a big brand when you pull the camera out for them. Yeah, yeah, they do taste good. Yeah, but like like I say, the uh, the water looked good, smelled good. <laughs> uh, it has went down about a foot. You know, and so I don't know how long they'll do that. And and the grass is in good shape. I you know, I was surprised that you know some of that grass was out there around five five or six feet. Yeah. Which you know, e- even if they bring it down a little bit, that still should work good on our topwater bite, and yeah, topwater okay. and worm and cinco bite and stuff like that. But it was something else I was going to tell you, and I got a brain freeze here about the lake. Uh, oh well, well. I, I forgot. Yeah, I had one. I had a moment. We get those. Oh well. Well, I got a, I got, I got one nice deer out here walking around that I need to stick an arrow in, but uh, it's got a big old blade up on one side, about thirty. Oh, I don't know, it's probably fourteen inches high on one side, and a three point on the right hand side, and in a big fat belly from the from the chest all the way back. So I'm I'm figuring this deer is fairly old. Yeah, he's pretty old. Uh, just got and, one and blade got a, on that one side, huh? Yeah, and it's flat. You know, it's not round. Right. You know? Yeah, it's an old flat. Uh, well, it looks like a blade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, you know, it took me a while because when it was in velvet, I thought it had a, a little prong down there on the inside. But no, it was that was just some, I guess, velvet had bundled up. And sure enough, he's a he's a spike. And I got another one. Just I, I had took a video the other morning of two of them just button heads with each other it was him and then another spike that real young deer and and those spikes were probably i don't know seven inches or so right but i, but I think maybe we'll, you know we we'll, may we'll give that one another chance for next year in case he's just a late you know a late uh a, a late buck a late born buck <laughs> And see, but they they would sit there. I don't know. They must have did it for twenty minutes. They would butt heads, and then that big one just kind of look at him like, "Oh man, go away!" And then he'd run off, and he'd come back. He won't butt heads again. So made an interesting little video. <laughs> uh, trying yeah, that to, one trying with to that show blade it. on there. He can get inside on a deer. He can do some damage. Oh He's yeah. Fighting. Yeah, I was thinking what kind of damage that little one could do with them straight horns. Oh yeah, he, he make a make a run at him and jab him in the side or something or in the eyes or whatever. So, <clears throat> but uh, I haven't seen any big deer yet. I mean, you know, normally, I mean, I've got the does. Uh, you know, I'll have as many as oh eight eight out there at a time. 
So I figure they'll they'll bring in something later on. We get these little cool stamps, get them get them fired up. So, yeah, it'll it'll get you, going you with this weather change. Yeah, you'll go down into South Texas later, right? Yeah, I always go down there late. Yeah. Some years I've gone early, but I just man, I it's just something about hot weather and hunting. It just they don't mix. Yeah, don't fighting mosquitoes just don't seem right. Stay up here and fish, and then you know when you start getting some good cool downs late in the year, and then you go down there. South Texas stays hot all the time. Man, I I got <clears throat> since I don't fish on the weekends or anything anymore, so I got plenty of time to do my hunting too. So you, on the other hand, you're pretty much tied up every weekend. Yeah, Start, I miss starting all on Thursday now. morning. Yeah, yep. <laughs> duty calls. I miss all. Oh, of I know, I know. Yes, been doing it a long time. I never missed an opening day of duck season until I went to work here. <laughs> oh no, all in. Well, years. you know, that's something I've never done. I've never, I've uh, done any duck hunting. I did goose hunting one time. Could have been twice. But that was the I shoot. Uh, I don't I don't think I missed anything about goose hunting. The only one time I went, it was a bright day, and them them geese were so high they had to have oxygen mask on. You know, so yeah. just it gave <laughs> gave up on that. No yeah. wind, no clouds, no fog. I mean, that's a uh, goose hunting. Yeah. You got to kind of. Some guys do it every day and just work through it, but uh, we'd always just we'd pick the days. We'd get a southerly after a front and get that sea fog rolling in and pretty good east or southeast wind, and, hey, it's time to throw some rags, buddy. Time to get dirty. Get, get in old muddy fields know. and get after it. But the only time that, the time that I went goose hunting, my brother would take me on the trip with it, and we got there, and the and the guy was late getting there, and he had all these tow sacks full of these these deals you had to throw out, and we were walking through a field that they had just got through running them big old tractor tires in. You'd you'd be walking along, and all of a sudden you'd fall off in this hole. Yeah. And that sack of that sack of junk we were carrying got soaking wet, so it was just a miserable miserable morning so i'm sure there's better better days of that kind of hunting but not the one i picked well that's pretty miserable yeah. it's uh so. laying in the mud shooting white crows <laughs> <That's>, no <laughs> it's fun yeah. though that's for yeah. young well, my, Let them well maybe this maybe this little front will turn around and bring some dove in because the doves that we had here it seemed like every year it pushes they're them all back in south out. texas man i got some bad news yeah. for you Hey, I'll oh, send you a picture of Blaine's table yesterday evening. He had all his guys come in. There was 14 of them. And wow. in less than an hour, everybody was limited out and back at the camp. Good gosh. I mean, it, Boy, I, that that last front that came in, he got all those northern birds to go what he already had, which was plenty. And he, it, he said, well, he's been down there 35, 40 years. He's never seen it this thick. Never seen wow. birds like like there is right now. It's totally incredible. Well, you know, yesterday afternoon we were sitting there, this little spot where we were perch jerking. And there was white wings g- going nuts around there. Mm. Those, uh, and you could see them when they when they turned, you'd see that white on there. And they were, and there were just groups and groups of uh, right. of those in there. So I I don't know why they're still around here or staying here, but I don't know if they if they migrate down south or not. Oh, they do. They, uh, and they love the coastline too. I see them coming through on my bayfront all the time, flying from east yeah. to west in the evenings. Well, the, the only the only doves I've seen in Leadbetter there are on the uh, electrical wires on the way in. They know not to come across, I guess. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> they they know their limitation, I guess. They do. White wings <sighs> like to stay around towns and neighborhoods and stuff too. They roost there and then they'll go to the fields and feed and go back. All well, right, Bob, I got a roll, buddy. If somebody wants oh, to call you about coming up to Fayette County, wetting a line with you, how they get a hold right. of you. Well, time goes fast, don't it? It does. All right, two, 
281-460-9200 or FayetteCountyBassFishing.com. It's going to get better. It's on its way. Y'all yes, have a sir. great weekend. Weather Let's permitting. You, you got it, buddy. See you, Bob. Okay. Thank you. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It is 434 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's uh, run down Matagorda Way and check in with Captain Tommy Alexander, see what he's up to this morning. Tommy boy, what's happening? What's up, Mickey? What are you doing, man? Uh, just fixing to head to, head to Matagorda. Matta get down <laughs> Gorda. Yeah, I've been... I sound funny. I'm all plugged up. I don't know. Allergies or something got me jacked yeah, up. Yeah, everybody's. I've had had that stuff off and on all. I mean, it's just been man. one of those falls, man. Yeah, I keep covering the gun. I can't get rid of it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to go down here and see what happens again today. <clears throat> I didn't fish the last two days. But I fished, I don't know, about four or five days in a row, I guess, after I talked to you last, right. all the way through, like, Tuesday. <clears throat> and it was good for the most part. Uh, still, uh, Lots of redfish, like, same old story. I caught more redfish than I did trout. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was trout caught this last week, for sure. That weather calmed down. Right. And there were a couple of days people caught trout. I had one day that I caught them pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty much all redfish, except for one day. I did have one good trout day that it got real calm. But I definitely saw I saw a whole lot more trout coming to the cleaning table this last week than I haven't seen. It just, it just took a little bit of weather change. And some big sandy. I saw some big gulf trout, sand trout. I know Bink had some big ones on Monday, maybe, or Tuesday. Well, that's a good sign. <clears throat> I caught a couple big ones, but not a whole lot, just a few. But I did a lot of a lot of red fishing. Caught lots of reds. Uh, today, I think I'm going to try. I'm going to try to hit a trout a little bit this morning. If it, I don't know what the weather is doing, but if it stays not blowing too terribly hard. We might go check the trout out a little bit and then fall back on red fishing. <clears throat> Our tides are still super high over here. They were as of yesterday or day four. Right. Super high tides. <clears throat> I did catch a giant flounder. Uh, I don't even know what day. Maybe Monday. Biggest flounder I've, I've caught or seen caught out of my boat in a long time <clears throat> so I don't I, you know I waited on my, my boga and my boga said it was a little over 5 pounds but man it was 24 inches and it was so thick that when I had it laying on the table <clears throat> you could ask people around me I had a 21 inch red laying there and it was like as tall as a 21 inch red was like it was that thick and 24 inches long. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was six or seven pounds, but I deal with it. Yeah, that sounds high. like a six or seven pound flounder to me. I know. That's what it looked like. But I put it on my boat a couple times and it said five, but so I don't know. Maybe so. <clears throat> but it was big. <clears throat> Biggest one I've seen in a while. That's a doormat there, was, buddy. It was the day before my customers had a tournament the next day. <laughs> and it had a flounder division in it. It had Naturally. a flounder division in it. We thought, yeah. <clears throat> we called it the day before the tournament. Go figure. <clears throat> caught a big gar. There's been a lot of that going on this year. A lot of gar being caught on artificials. Yeah. Speaking of gar, I got another gar story. I was coming out of a back lake 
maybe Tuesday, and I was I was coming out of the back lake. You know, we're not in. It's not deep. I mean, it may be two foot deep where I was running. And uh, man, I'm sitting there. I didn't see anything. I'm running about thirty miles an hour, maybe. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, I felt something like I hit something, and I just went half throttle. Like I mean, rrr, I went down about fifteen miles an hour. Like I couldn't, I couldn't go. And I was like, man, I got something hung up. So I, I pulled it off, came off plane, lifted up my motor, and there was about a three-foot gar I'd hit. And I guess it went right down my cat because I got that new cat hole. Right. I guess I ran over that gar, and that gar went right down my cat hole and wrapped around my lower unit. The gar was pu- punctured into my lower unit, about a three- or four-foot gar. My goodness. <clears throat> and it was, yeah, it had punctured, like my lower unit punctured him, and he was wrapped around it, and it wouldn't let me... I mean, it took me from 30 miles an hour down to about 15, maybe. Like, there was, it felt like I'd ran over a <laughs> rope or something. <laughs> That's pretty uh, crazy. Never heard of that. Yeah, I've never had that. You know, That's I've hit them, hurt. you know, where the skeg and the prop will pop them, and you'll yeah. look back, and you'll see all the the blood, and uh, it'll make a huge slick. <laughs> all yeah, that fresh, oily meat hitting the water. It makes a big old <laughs> slick, been- man. It must have just been just perfect. I, I don't know. He went right down that cat, right down that big tunnel, and then my lower unit stuck in his side. It, it was like stuck in there, and then he just wrapped around it. Yeah, I was dragging a three, four foot gar <laughs> sideways. I had a big old bull possum one time, one morning, pull into the ramp, and. Uh, <clears throat> I thought I straddled him. I never did feel it hit, but I, apparently I hit him. And when I backed into the ramp to unhook my boat, the whole starboard side, the whole bowing down the side was just solid blood. I'm going, good Lord. And uh, then a cop stopped it and slid the boat off the trailer, and I went and parked it, and I looked, and he was wedged in between the bunks and one of the cross members <laughs> under the trailer. Yeah. Where my truck, oh, had, I guess my truck, I hit him just right with one of the back wheels, and then, then he it slung him up under there, and, oh, man, what a bloody mess. Well, that's nasty there. Yeah. I didn't know possums <clears throat> had that much blood in them. Oh, man. Well, this deal, all I did was trim my motor up, and he was kind of stuck on there for a second, and then he just fell off, <laughs> and he was, like, cut in half. Yeah. And then he floated. He was floating away. I mean, it was a big old gar. That's Man. crazy. Lowered it back down and took off. No problems. Yeah, that was. I've never had that happen before. But, and I guess maybe he, we were so shallow that he couldn't go down. You know, when I first kind of ran over him, maybe it was too shallow for him to, to swim deeper, and he just kind of got hung up in that tunnel or something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> nuts but yeah and, I, and then I caught one that same day same day I hit him I caught one too on a uh, on a gulp he ate a gulp uh, <clears throat> I'll tell you what they do like we used to throw a lot this time of year it was like thunder sticks and straight back red fins boy they'll jump all yeah. over those in a heartbeat They'll definitely eat that gulp. You got a four to five foot gar on while you're weight fishing. That ain't too much fun. No, you just gotta that's... you just gotta bust them off, give it to them, let them swim off with that hardware in their face, and tie another one yeah. on. I ain't, it's hard to deal. With I'm not going to wrestle a gar for a bait. I can have it. <clears throat> no, they're hard enough when you're in the boat trying to deal with one. Oh yeah, much less lady. I'll be, uh, I got wait. I'm actually waiting three days next week. I got a guy that booked me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and he wants to wait all three days. So there you go. I'll be waiting those three days. Supposed to be kind of chilly. At the break it out is. The it's time to break out the waiters, bud. Yeah. Uh huh. Break them out. <clears throat> We're going to go hit at it today. Hopefully, maybe stays calm. East 5 to 10 is the forecast, you know, out of Galveston. 
Yeah. And I'm not seeing well, much wind yet anywhere. It's, it's pretty much <clears throat> light out of the east. I'm probably going to go try to catch trout first, see if we can catch a few trout. If I have to, go red fishing. See, yeah, what, it's, see what's uh, happening. Farther inland you go, the lighter the east wind is. Offshore, it's like southeast, 13 to 18. But once you get inside, 6, 8, 9, that's, that's doable. Yeah, that's doable. Yes, sir. That's troutable. Troutable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smells trouty yeah. anyway. Smells trouty. Man, I did see some pretty good slicks that one day, whatever day that was. I get them all confused. He fished about four or five in a row, and I, I never remember which day's which, but there was one day that they were slicking like crazy. I didn't catch fish every time on every slick, but, man, they sure smelled good and looked good. Well. All right, Tommy. Well, I'll let you roll, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming down to Matacorda and hooking up, give them some info. Yeah, they, they can uh, look me up on Facebook under Tommy Alexander or give me a call, a text, or leave a message if I don't answer on my phone, 979-709-8242. And, uh, well, not, I guess bass fishing right around the corner, too. I'll be starting doing up that yeah. up here in another another month or two. Yeah, Start it's a little spotty right now, there. but uh, that's yeah, fixing to turn around, too. Usually I start doing that towards like the end of November and then December and then spring, you know. Right. It's a big winter-spring thing for me. All right, Tommy. Well, be safe, man. Watch them old gars. I'm going to try to. All right, man. Drive by garb. That's it. All right, Gar balls. All right, man. See you later. Later. Bye. All right, let's run down to South Padre now. Let's check in with Captain Brian Barrera, see what he's up to. Hey, Brian, what's going on, man? Morning, sir. How you doing? I couldn't be better. Thanks for asking. How you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good. Just getting ready for another day of fishing. Finally got some couple weather windows. You know, I've been getting a lot of cancellations the last two weeks. Yeah, this weather's uh, been up and down, hasn't it? Golly. It's just been really windy. I mean, blowing out of the north, you know, 20 to 30 some days. and I mean, it's going to be blowing out of the north, I think. 25 to 30 tomorrow yes we're gonna have a windy north wind you know kind of that front line coming through so tomorrow's looking a little iffy so better be better be good today hopefully we get some good fishing in today and catch a few fish because i don't think i'm gonna be able to get out there tomorrow what's your Uh, target species today um today i'm gonna try to catch smaller tarpon uh, try to do some backwater fishing. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's still too too rough to hit the jetties and stuff. I think it says it's gonna be three foot today, so I'm gonna do some backwater fishing in my smaller boat and see if we try to sight cast some little tarpon or some big snook or something like that. Maybe a couple redfish. There you go. Seems fish it out. Or you yep, hadn't had like near the uh, tarpon fishing days this year as you had last year, have you? I didn't get to fish as much as many days, no. That's what I figured. It's just, man, what a roller coaster. Yep, last year was great. But, I mean, uh, I did catch a lot, a whole lot this year, you know. But mm. um, I just didn't get the the days like last year, you know, as many days. I had days this year where it would stay calm all day and I could really fish all day long, which was good. But, you know. Most of the days by noon, you know, it was blowing 15 or so. I lost a lot right. of days in July and then losing days in October now. So, But that's kind of the game for tarpon fishing out here. We, we get it while it's good and then we chase the other fish while we can't, you know. Yeah. It's been rainy, you know. We've been getting lots of rain, too, so that's yes. been improving the snook fishing. You know, I, li- I like it when it, when we get, you know, slight rains, not like h- hardcore crazy rains that kind of flushes them out, but a slight rain, you know, just to kind of Sweet the water up, up a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Yeah, that fires them snook up pretty good. And 
We can catch some snook, good mangrove snapper. I had a guy catch a 25-inch mangrove snapper on a... Boy, that's a good one. A little, little... What are those mirror lures, like the pup? Except it's like a smaller one than that. A like sheep a pup? Junior. Yeah, maybe it's a sheep pup. It's like pretty small little topwater, like a three-inch right. or something. Yep. Been doing pretty good on... on uh, on those, we've actually jumped a couple small tarpon on them. Jumped a small one on it yesterday. Um, and what's the other one? There's a, there's a new big Yozuri topwater that we've been throwing. That's been doing pretty good too lately. You know, you know, once it gets kind of hot or whatever, I've been spreading the net, throwing some live baits. So we're surviving. It's, it's been good. I mean, I know that the the big carpenter are out there just uh you know i mean it's been three to five foot for the last yeah you just weeks, can't right? get to them man and they're yeah. they're still they're coming your way you know this front I mean, right here fish. ought to get a big movement going behind this front that we yep you know get tomorrow yeah. or tonight and i uh i mean i made it out to the jetties one day just to fish the inlet looking for tarpon out there and i mean we were catching 40 inch redfish left and right you know drifting around but uh, I couldn't get the big ones, big big silver ones to eat, you know. I saw a few of them on the screen and whatnot, but, you know, it's really hard to run a guided tarpon trip and all you can do is just fish the jetty, you know. You can only do yeah, that for you, so yeah, long before you're like, all right. tough on you. Yeah. So I like well, there's to have no shortage of bull reds this year, I can tell you that. All of the entire coastline, everybody's just nuking them. Yep, we've been just hammering them and I've been catching throwing all kinds of cool ways to catch them, you know, top waters and mm-hmm. dredging the bottom, just trying different things this year and learning a lot about fishing the jetties and stuff because it's been so rough. I've been, I probably caught five times as many tarpon at the, at the inlet this year as I have in any of the last couple of years. I don't know if it's because it's been better there or it's just because I really was forced to fish the jetties a lot this year and I, I learned right. a lot about it. I mean, I was in there Boca Grand style, you know, drifting, right. drifting around and whatnot. So Boca I'm Grand Pass. And, uh, I mean, last year we got a bunch of easy days. Hopefully next year will be like that. Um, I feel like we still have pretty good tarpon season. I, I still guide for tarpon for some days here and there in October. But mm. once November comes, I'll be pretty much just uh, snook fishing. Big trout, yeah. snook, I snook, snook and big trout fishing November through the end of March. Nothing and wrong with that. Calm, if I get calm nice days, I'll, I'll go out and I'll be scouring, looking for tarpon literally until, if I, it's a calm nice day and I happen to be off, I'll be out there looking for them until like December, once I know for a fact. Once I've gone like three times and there's not a single fish. Because I caught one December 12th, two years ago. I'm not, uh, Did you? Not sure you caught one that, that light? That's pretty cool. Yeah. December 12th, two years ago, with Captain Joey Farah is down with me. and uh, Oh, Joey. Yep. He caught, yeah, I'm, he caught I'm it. I'm trying to find a slot I can work him in on the show on uh, either a Thursday or Friday to get, you well, know, he'd be, get him he'd be on good the air. To listen to. He's pretty lively. Yeah, he is. He's a good guy, man. I'm trying to get him worked into my slots here somehow. Well, that's cool. That helped. Without stepping all over somebody else, you know. It's uh yeah, yeah. Busy show. I, uh, I uh, did some dove hunting this weekend. We did. I, so we went up to uh, La Reforma to my client's place to do some dove hunting. And right. uh, there was somebody up there that was already turkey hunting with the bow. I guess the bow season's open. Right. For turkeys and <clears throat> and deer. I saw a guy up there shot a small six-point and a turkey with his bow. I'll be darned. So, so it's, uh, season's starting early for some people. I didn't realize that. But. Boy, Blaine sent me a photo yesterday evening. He had 14 guys come in, and he put them out in the field, and they were done in less than an hour. Everybody, all 14 of them, limited out in less than an hour on doves. He wow. is loaded to the gills right now. That's awesome. That is yeah, awesome. he's been yeah, down there a long time. Them. He's never seen this many birds ever, ever in his life. Wow, that's pretty good. 
Everybody yeah, TPNW got the numbers right on dove birds this year on white wings yeah. and morning doves. They they didn't miss that prediction. Yeah, they predicted there would be a lot of them. Yeah, good. populations were we're gonna go up this afternoon big time. If we don't. I got a fish this morning, but if uh, it doesn't start raining by the afternoon, I think me and my girlfriend are going to go turkey, uh, not turkey, go dove hunting. So we'll see if I, how the afternoon's looking for us. So we can beat that front. Yeah. Well, it, uh, what my forecast showing late tonight during okay, the nighttime, so it's going to hold off. I don't think there's that big of a rain chance with it. There's a little bit, maybe 20%. You know, that's that's in the Houston-Galveston area. I don't know about down your way. Chance of rain wasn't too horrible, but it was just saying how it was going to be really windy. Right. Yeah, it's supposed to have some have some meat behind it, cooler temperatures and a lot of wind. That's good. That's what we need to get fall kicked off. Let's get settled on in here. Yeah, there's been some. All kinds of stuff. The rain. The ranch has even been getting some rain. Yes. So much needed. It's be nice. Mm-hmm. Deer gonna like it this winter. If it'll get cold, I'm ready to rock and yeah. roll, buddy. It's kind of weird because just when I was thinking, like, man, it's been hot all year. It's gonna stay hot until December, and all of a sudden we're getting blasted by some fronts already. Yeah. You know? Like multiples in a row. Like yeah, the, it starts the out right now. They're kind yeah. of in a weekend pattern coming every weekend. And then once we get into December and January, there'll be three a week. Yeah, it's like there's been a bunch of them. It's like there was mm-hmm. no cold fronts, and all of a sudden they came and punched us in the mouth, you know? <laughs> yeah. Two or, two, or three, two or three in a row. Well, cool. So. All right, Brian. Well, good luck today. I hope you catch them up. Somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing South Padre with you. How do they get a hold of everybody? Sure, this should probably directly would be the easiest route. Uh, my cell phone, 956-755-9413, or check out the website, inshorefishingsouthpadre.com. All right, bud. Well, have a good day. Good luck to you, man. Thank you, sir. Thank I you, Brian. It. Later, bud. All right. That's Captain Brian Barrera down in South Padre. It's time for our top-of-the-hour break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 